You are now tuned into the School of Higher Thought podcast, where we explore the realm of personal development. We aim to upgrade your life through lessons learned from your personal experience. Episodes are released every Sunday. For more updates and other empowering content, please follow our other social medias in the description below. I hope you've got your notepads ready. Class is in session. Nurture, the care and attention given to someone or something that is growing or developing. This is the definition of nurture from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. The point of today's podcast episode is to redirect your attention away from the things that are taken from you but aren't given back. Now, for a lot of you who don't know this about me, I like to garden, I like to I like to plant all things that are natural. I like to... Cool, so in 2019, I planted an avocado tree. It's 2022 now, it's grown quite a lot. And through growing this avocado tree, I've realised a lot of things. It's kind of like birthing a child. And it's interesting how you just have this unconditional love for this organism. And this organism is something that I have nurtured. I have raised it to become something so beautiful and one day it's going to feed me in return for my favor for my um for my effort and I compare this to relationships oftentimes I found myself in scenarios where the relationship was just me pouring into this person I was giving them all of my time all of my energy expertise love uh, care and you know everything that a, a, a beneficial relationship constitutes however when it came to their side of the relationship they was just taking it and taking it taking it but then when it came to times when I needed a little bit of caring attention or or just a helping hand or just someone to just listen to me I found that I didn't really have that available and it wasn't because it doesn't exist you know at the time I blamed it on on everything but myself and I found that after some deep reflection that a lot of the times these relationships only existed because I allowed it to exist I wasn't placing my boundaries I wasn't expressing my expectations from the relationship I wasn't I was allowed I was willingly giving myself to people and you know that's just part that's just who I am I, I love unconditionally but I was giving myself to people and they wasn't pouring back into me and I felt that was damaging me and it got to a point where I had to just sit back and reflect because I felt so lonely and I felt like no one had my back the way how I had theirs or I felt like I had a bone to pick with everybody and the way I see it is there's so many people out there who share this problem because we all go through it and then we all have the same or similar excuses or or we have similar perspectives of it. We we, we look at it from an egotistic perspective of uh, why is this happening to me? Why 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 is the world against me or why do people just want to take advantage of me? But what we fail to do is is hold ourselves accountable. Why did I allow this to happen? How did I allow this to happen? 
you've got to ask yourself, what can you do to make sure that this doesn't happen in future? Instead of wallowing in despair, you have to think about solutions. Don't think about the problem and just wallow in it. You have to, after you assess the problem, you admit that the problem's there, find a solution. And once you find that solution for yourself, it depends on your circumstances and your in the context of the situation. But for me personally, I found out it was happening because I wasn't asserting my boundaries, I wasn't expressing my concerns, I wasn't communicating properly. Not only that, but I gave people too many chances. If I found that somebody was not pouring back into me and it was just a one-sided relationship where I'm constantly picking this person up to the point where I'm now carrying their baggage whilst they, you know, they they just walk scot-free and they don't even attempt to improve themselves or or make it a little bit easier to help me help them. You know, a lot of there's a lot of people out there who will do that and they'll constantly keep on asking you for help and asking for you to pour back into them without even thinking of pouring back into you. And when you're in a position of the giver, you need to understand. You need to assert your boundaries. If you don't assert your boundaries, people will keep on pushing you to the limits until you do so. And then when you do so, if they don't agree with your boundaries, then cool. It's okay for, to love that person from a distance. But I promise you there will be somebody out there who will not go against your boundaries. They will respect your boundaries. And they will make sure that they do their part to help your life and pour back into you. And once they pour back into you, what, what do you want to do? Instead of th- focusing on everybody who isn't, putting their efforts into you and helping you to become better and also pouring back into you as you pour into them. Why don't you focus on to the people who are doing that? Don't think about the people who aren't. Think about the people who are and nurture those relationships. You see, because it's about quality, not quantity. And what happens is that a lot of the time we, we wallow in it because we want as many friends as we can get and we want the approval of everybody. But that doesn't matter because you can't please everybody. You need to stop people pleasing. You need to do what's in your best interest and in the best interest of those that you love. You know, sometimes we will carry bad influences around us and that then in turn affects the people who's also around us. So if you think about it, by you being selfish, you're being selfless because you have to separate to elevate in a lot of circumstances. Because if not, then you might have a friend who who is always seeking guidance from you. That's fine. But when it's time for you to give, to to seek guidance or when it's time for you to need a helping hand, whether it's something very small, if that person isn't pouring back into you, they always refuse it, then I think you should assess it. You should should assess, you know, is this person really here for me or are they just using me for what I can give to them? And if they are using what you can give to them, that's fine. Put a market, put, put a price behind it. If you, if you are offering something, if you have something of value to give, make sure that you are also receiving some sort of value in return. Do you get what I'm saying? Unless if it's a, an, uh, an unconditional thing where it's like, you know, you're walking past somebody on the street and they need something and you have it and you don't need it yourself. Why not give it to them? You know, it, it's okay. You're abundant. But when you hold on to the individuals who keep on asking and asking and asking and asking and asking, but never give back. Now, when I say give back, I don't mean monetarily. It can be monetarily. However, not everybody has the monetary or the finances or anything of possessions to give. But what we all do have is 
thoughtfulness. We have the ability to give love. We have the ability to to help give somebody a helping hand or give somebody our time or effort or you know what I'm saying? We have the we have these things. We are abundant creatures. No matter what, there's always something that you can give. Always something that you can give. Now there's a saying that I found in a book called The Rules of Wealth by Richard Templar. This is the book that my mum gave me when I was young. Um, I think I turned 18 at the time and that's when I started to get a bit more serious with finances. And she just gave me this book and I was like, okay, cool, let me read this. And there was a wonderful quote in it and it, was, it really inspired me. And it changed my mind, changed my perspective a little bit as well. The quote was, if you have much, give with your wealth. If you have little, give with your heart. And I, what I like about this quote is that it shifts your perspective on giving because most people think giving is all about these these up-class gifts and getting people bags and uh, other materialistic items and giving people money and giving people this and giving people that. Everything's physical. However, you can always give with love. That's always an option. And most of the time, that's more valuable than the items that you give in the first place because the, the love is real. The love is authentic. The love is something that will motivate somebody to to do what they love doing and 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 to keep on pushing and to even want to live. There's a lot of people who haven't experienced love, and because of this, you know, when when things get tough and they have no love around them, they are faced with thoughts of suicide, of taking their own life. I've had friends who've committed suicide, and this is a harsh reality that was faced with them. And you know, a lot of the time they suffered in silence. They didn't come out to the people that really do love them. And I think that could possibly be because people are a bit selfish with their love. You know, we're very free of our money when it comes to our, our self-indulgent things. But the one thing that we can always give is love. And we often shy away from giving that because we feel like it's a scarce resource. But it's infinite. Love is infinite. You no matter what, you always have the love there. And that's more powerful than anything I, I could ever think of. Love is the, is the source of creation. So when you are faced with people who are giving to you, what I want you to do is I want you to think about ways how you can give back to them. I don't want you to just keep on taking from people keep on taking from people keep on taking from people because if you do that eventually they're going to get tired of you taking and you not giving they're going to feel like you're taking advantage of them so what you should do is or what i would personally do is focus on how you can give that to, back to that person make them feel like it's worthwhile and in doing so it will also encourage them to give more to you because when you give you receive it might not be direct it might not be straight away, but you will receive. And, you know, that's just the universal law of correspondence. So what that basically means is that there's a pattern repeating throughout the universe. And, you know, there's quotes that's like, think as above, so below, as within, so without. That's something from, if you go into um, ancient hermeticism, if you go into the studies of, Hermes Trismegistus, or also known as Thoth. You know, when you're doing something, the universe is mirrored back to you. So if you're giving love, if that's your perspective, if your perspective is love, you receive love. But if your perspective is hate, you receive hate. If your perspective is that everybody 
is leeching off of you and doing this and doing that you're gonna it's like watering watering that seed in your mind every time you think that thought and nurture that thought you're watering the seed and as that seed grows it's gonna grow into what it was sown as and you know if you plant if you go in a garden if you plant grapes you're gonna get grapes if you plant an avocado tree you're gonna get avocados you're not gonna get strawberries that's not the seed that was planted the plant the, the seed that you plant with intention was the avocado so or even if you are walking on the street and you drop your your avocado seed and it just falls into the soil and it eventually grows into that you know that's still whether it's unintentional or or, or intentional either way it's still going to grow so that's why it's important to stay mindful of the seeds that you sow in your garden if you're not mindful of it you will have all of these different seeds and fruits and you know, sometimes these fruits can be poisonous to your mind. You have to be very careful with it and be very intentional. And one of the best ways of, of doing this is through meditation and journaling and understanding your thoughts and being aware of your thoughts as they as they arise in your mind. And as they arise in your mind, what happens? You have the opportunity to to accept it. You have the opportunity to, to, to understand where it is. And most of the time you have to understand that the thoughts that are arising in your head aren't you. They're just thoughts. And you have the opportunity to then be like, okay, cool, I accept that that thought came into my mind, but I don't agree with that. You know, that's not my reality. My reality is that it's not that people are always taking advantage of me. It's just that I'm not focusing on the people who are actually feeding me and are actually developing me and uplifting me. You know, if I was to instead direct redirect my focus from the people who are taking away from me and being parasites and move that that direction of thought into the people who are uplifting me and are inspiring me and are giving to me what happens you then multiply the effects of that person you know when you start giving back to that person and then they give you they give you more because they're seeing that you're giving back to them as well and they also see the same thing with you they're thinking okay cool this person's given to me let me give them something back as well or i know that as i give to this person they're also going to give back to me too what happens they're going to keep on coming back and you're going to keep on going to them and you're both going to keep on feeding each other with positivity rather than negativity and then next thing you know you, you feel abundant in friendship because you've developed real life relationships with people who not only have your best interests and not only have integrity and not only are generous and not only are abundant with their love but they also are people who you can develop lifelong relationships with and if not even if you just meet them and you give to them and you never see them again that's fine because that person most likely will remember what you did for, for, for them at that moment of time and they will do stuff in your name they will do stuff because you gave to them i know i've done that i talk about all of the time the, the the young man that i met in london victoria station who taught me how to meditate brought me back to reading books again when i was going on a path that was astray from my higher self he put me back on that path just through his uh just through taking the time out to just give me that love and just saying things that I wasn't exposed to before. 
and through being exposed to different information he then made me feel like okay cool I need to do this and do this to improve myself and I started doing that and over time I started to become better I started to alleviate my depression I started to heal through the different things that I was going through and then as I came out of that I never saw that person again I'm still in contact with them but me and him haven't met up again and we definitely need to meet up sometime so if you hear this we're gonna we're gonna grab some lunch together sometime soon but after doing so it made me think you know what this person's words alone changed my life he gave me that time and attention and love when I felt like no one else was or when I felt like people were just taking advantage of or taking me for granted for better words and weren't appreciating me but this person went out of their their time and day to, to do that they were a complete stranger to me and because of this now I'm talking in a positive light I'm talking to myself more positively I'm a bit more fo- I'm a lot more focused I'm achieving everything that I wanted to achieve and if not I'm on the path of achieving everything that I wanted to achieve and in turn because I have become this person and because I am who I am and I do what I do other people now are inspired so they really are inspired because of that person so think about it like this this person went out of their way to improve my life for nothing he didn't charge me anything he didn't say oh I'll do this if you do this no he didn't do that he just did it and I will never forget that and because of that that's this is why I'm I've made my podcast this is why I post content for free that will empower people because I I, I now understand firsthand the power of words and just giving love for free just giving love unconditionally even if you don't give me the love back I will give you the love and I will let you have it and I don't care what you do with it do you know what I'm saying I, you can run off with it and you can become the best version of yourself I hope that happens or you could just take it take it for granted and that's really we leave it at that but the moment when you start pouring back into me doesn't I think okay cool this person is worth me consistently pouring back into you directly because that I know that when I pour into this person they pour back into me you know it's like if you have a cup imagine yourself as a cup and you notice somebody else is empty but you know that if in order for you to you know both be happy and both fulfill what you would both fulfill it requires for you to pour a little bit of the the, the liquid inside of your cup into the other person's cup cool perfect do that <whistles> pour it in and once over over time hopefully this person will be appreciative for what you did for them and they will also pour into your cup and if you guys keep on doing that keep on doing that it's almost like the economy it's like the economy works because of the circulation of money so when you are using a currency you pass you, you do something you earn this currency and then you pass this you, you you pay somebody else for another thing of value and then you receive the thing of value and that person receives the currency and then that then allows them to purchase something that they want like that's worth something to them for example it could feed their children it could afford them a new car for them to travel places more efficiently and 
then once that person purchased that car, the person who sold them that car then has that currency. Do you get what I'm saying? And it all compounds up. It all keeps on moving in circulation and circulation, circulation and circulation. And as people, you know, keep on receiving the value that they want, that, that that they would like, they are happy because it it feeds into their satisfaction. You know, makes their life easier. Now it's the same thing with love. When you have love to give, and bear in mind, not only can you give love, but you can also give hate too. And it's 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 very important to be mindful of that. The law of polarity. There's two different. There's two different sides to the pole, and the more you feed the up one side of the pole, the more it becomes that pole. Imagine it, imagine hate and love being on one on, on two opposite sides of a pole, and each time you give love, you slowly inch towards the love side of the pole, and each time you give hate, it moves more into the hate side of the pole, and in doing so, what you will notice is that. As you move shift towards one extreme side to the other extreme, you'll notice that it's not that the hate disappeared or the love disappeared. It's just that you experience so much of one side of it that you can no longer feel the other side. Or when you feel that side, it's a very it's a lot more smaller than how you would feel it before. For example, when somebody is in love with somebody you feel love at an extreme level to the point where you ignore everything that you hate about this person. Do you get what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that's not there. It just means that you love this person so strongly that you don't even see it. It doesn't exist to you. However, when you go to the more into the center, that's when you start to see the ups and the downs of this person. Or when you go more into the hate side of it, you start to feel that hatred for them and it's like you're so exposed to the hatred and you're so in, enveloped into it that you struggle to see the parts of that person or thing that you love and that's how it works you know if you are somebody who wants to receive more love then give more of it because the only reason why you receive it is because you you see it and you know it's never not there it's never not there, no matter what your situation is. There will always be love there and there will always be hate there too. But it's just up to you to see which side of the pole it is. You know, which one do you choose to pay attention to? Which one will you direct your focus to? And whichever one you direct your focus to is the one is what will breed. Always remember that your thoughts influence your emotions and your emotions influence your actions or behaviour. And then that also influences your thoughts and then it goes into a full-on cycle a full-on cycle so think about it like this let's break it down let's put it into into a contextual scenario so let's say if you are with a friend and this friend says something quite hateful to you and it offends you now this stimuli will influence your thoughts and you would think something about the stimuli. You would think something about the, the action that they made or the words that they said. And then that then influences your emotions based off of what you thought of that. As your emotions become more intensified, as you feel it around your body, that then influences your behaviour. Because we are emotional beings. We can't escape that. Unless if you have a, a some sort of psychological condition which prevents you or inhibits that, then cool, fair enough. 
but for the most part that's how it goes and a lot of it is subconscious and we are only aware of it once we find somewhere to be aware of once you're aware of your thoughts your emotions and your behavior it then becomes a breeze you just know what to do because you know that cool if you respond to this if you think that this you know what this person's a prick i should beat this person up even just saying that i felt the emotion of it and that emotion made me want to do something about it and you know it's the same reason why you know if millions of people were protesting for black lives matter because those thoughts of the thing that happens all of the different things that happen all around the world influence our emotions and those emotions then were reflected in the behavior and then those behavior then influence more thoughts because after that behavior happens there is a there is a result and that result breeds more thoughts whether it's oh you know what i regret doing that or you know what yeah you know i'm right for doing that do you know what i mean and it all ties in together or it could even be your thoughts then influence your behavior and then your behavior influences your emotions and then your emotions turn into the thoughts and let's examine this further so when we have these thoughts we have the option to step back think about the thought and think you know what do i agree with this thought is this thought something that would influence a good emotion or a negative emotion and if it influences one of the two what behaviors would come from it and if i if i commit that thing that the behavior is telling me to or the emotion is is driving me to do you know is it something that will benefit me is it something that will leave long-lasting effects will it damage my relationship with this person and you know that's when we get to be like you know what let me stop there let me reassess this let me th let me change my thoughts let me see this from a different perspective or i know i'm feeling this emotion but i don't have to act upon it do you know what i'm saying like there's different things that we can do and that's where emotional intelligence all comes into play and it all comes it all interlinks together you know when you're dealing with your relationships with people a lot of the time we will emotionally respond to things that they say or do or haven't done or, or said and sometimes it comes from entitlement sometimes you, th you feel like this person is supposed to give back to you or they're supposed to congratulate you for doing this and doing that or they're supposed to support your business but what you have to understand is nobody owes you anything unless if there has been a contract that is put in place with exact terms and conditions that says that this person is going to do this because you've done this then cool by law you are owed that however in relationships this isn't how it goes this isn't how it goes unless that person has said that they are going to do something then it doesn't matter do you know what I mean if this person said that they're going to support you I understand you would expect that from that person but if they don't support you, it's good to communicate with that person. Oh, how comes you, you, you never supported me when I was doing this and doing that? Because a lot of the time we sit there and we let these thoughts just drive around inside of our heads and then that increases the emotions over time and, and again and again and again and again and then it gets to a boiling point where you literally cannot take it anymore. You're thinking, if this person isn't doing this and doing this and doing this, I'm just going to cut them off.
But what you don't understand is that during this time when we feel all of this emotion, we we fail to hold ourselves accountable sometimes. And sometimes we need to do that. Sometimes we need to question, okay, cool. This person hasn't done this. Have I communicated that I expected them to do this and how I feel about the fact that they haven't done this? Have you done that? If not, maybe you should do it. You know, it's the small things. And these are the things that will help ben- help develop your relationships to be become better and will also help develop your relationships to, to a point where this person isn't just taken from you, but they're also pouring into you too because a lot of the time people w- are willing to pour into you. It's just that they just don't know that they haven't been. Do you know what I'm saying? Some people just don't realise that they haven't been the best friend or they haven't been supportive of you or they haven't been giving back when they've been taking, taking, taking. It's just become an unbalanced relationship. No, it should be a mutual relationship where two people are both pouring into one another. They both have their own thing that's going on and it's just like, cool, you know what, let's come together and let's help each other. And when we help each other, it's going to be with integrity. It's not going to be anything where I'm, I have ulterior motives and I'm planning to do this and that behind your back and and mess you over in the process. No, no, stay away from people who do that because people who are like that are just going to keep on doing it again and again and again. You know, if you notice that somebody has done that, stay away from that person. It's okay, you don't have to be with that person. There's a, when, There's plenty more people out there who will ensure that your side of the relationship is nurtured alongside their relation their side of the relationship and that's very important you know as i said before assert your boundaries and communicate your boundaries stop nurturing the relationships that are dead if you've communicated that you would like them to pour back into you and they still don't or they refuse to then be like cool that's I guess that I'm just going to have to move on from this relationship. And that's fine. It's hard at first, but you will get on with it. You will be able to move on. You know, you are allowed to have peace of mind. And if people are breaching that, if people are violating that and completely disrespecting it, you have the right to let go of them. You don't have to stick around. That's only something that you do to yourself. And when you do that to yourself, you then start to beat yourself up because in future... When you look back at it, you're like, oh man, I wish I didn't do that. But it's fine that that happened. It's okay, we make mistakes. We get attached to people, we get attached to things and the thought of somebody maybe potentially getting better in future or people changing. No, forget all of that. Take people for how they are. And not only that, but preserve your peace in the process. Because if people violate your peace... That's going to affect you. And when that affects you, that affects your loved ones because they're the ones who are counting on you. Those are the people who are pouring into you. And if you constantly need pouring into you, then that's going to take from their energy as well. And that's not a good position to be in if you're somebody who wants to be pouring into other people because you're constantly taking from other people and feeling like you're unable to give back because your mind is in survival mode because of all of these different emotions that you're feeling. You know, And that starts with self-awareness. You have to be self-aware. And that's why I recommend all of the time, please start meditating. If you don't know how to meditate, it's simple. Perhaps sometime in future I'll do an, an episode on how to meditate. But please, if you don't know how to do it, you can Google it, you can YouTube it. There's a lot of different ways of doing it. So I like to personally just stick to breath work. 
you know, just stick to normal, just breathe in, hold it, breathe out. And just allow the thoughts in your mind to arise and just be aware of them, accept them for what they are, and then move on from it. Let it go. With that being said, I hope you guys are taking some value from this. I hope you guys um, have listened to this and you've thought about the relationships that you have in your life and have thought about the people who pour into your life and people who aren't pouring into your life. You know, when it comes to planting, when it comes to gardening, sometimes your plant will have leaves that are brown because they might have been dehydrated or any other related issues. What you have to do sometimes is snip those parts off. And when you snip those parts off, what happens is is the nutrients that were provided to the dead part of the plant then are allowed to go to other areas of the plant and helps the plant to regenerate itself because it's no longer having to supply those nutrients to the dead part of the plant that will not grow. And and when that happens, what happens? The, the plant slowly grows and becomes better. You are the same. If you sever the ties with the things that are not serving you, the things that are not allowing you to grow, you will grow because your focus is now allowed to focus on the things that do benefit you. And wherever attention flows, that's where the magic goes. You feel me? So with that being said, I want to wrap up this episode. If you guys have enjoyed this episode, if you guys have taken value from it, please do give us a a rating on Spotify and also follow the podcast as well. You know, that way you will always be notified and you'll also keep updated with all of the content that we have to provide. There's a lot more that's in store for you guys. This is only the beginning of the podcast. I hope you guys realize that. So make sure you, you stick with us on our journey so we can grow together. That being said, peace.